Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. Today we've got some listener feedback. We're going to recast some classic movies, and then we're going to finish with a review of Gary Shore's Dracula Untold. Oh. The reboot of the Universal Monster. One of our great auteurs, Gary Shore. Yes. <laughs> is it hasn't been told then. Like, now it's been told, so is it... When it comes out on DVD, it'll be Dracula told, right? Yeah, well, yes, much like uh, Edge of Tomorrow. And it's going to be live, die, repeat Dracula told. <laughs> okay, cool. And that kind of works, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast. Go to Midwest Film Nerds Podcast for all of our previous episodes and show notes. And you can also find all of our previous episodes on iTunes now, which was not true up until a few days ago. Uh, write us feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com let us know how we're doing let us know what you think about the things that we talk about um, we're on Facebook as well Midwest Film Nerds Podcast you can give us a call at 248-7335-MFN which is 248-7335-636 alright let's get into some listener feedback brought to us from listener John Morell oh John I miss you John oh John we gotta get him back on the yeah, podcast I don't back like- from the nether <laughs> Yes, after he died, after the great podcast war of August 2014. Of a few months ago. Yeah. When we were all wiped out by Justin Long's character. Yes. Us, he <laughs> us. Yeah, he killed everybody. That's true. Uh, John says, hey dudes, just caught the dad movie segment on the Equalizer episode and figured I'd chime in with one of my favorite dad movie moments pertaining to mine and Alex's dad. I think I was about 18 or 19 sleeping in on a Friday morning when I was startled awake by the sound of gunfire and explosions. In an effort to figure out what the hell was going on, I crept downstairs at our parents' house and came upon Dad sitting in the big chair in the living room. He was in front of the big screen TV with the opening battle of Saving Private Ryan flashing across the screen. And the volume was turned up to an ungodly level. (laughs) He was planted in the big chair that we used to have with his hands firmly grasping the arms of the said chair. There was... There was a fan on, and it was pointed directly at him, so his hair was kind of moving. It was like watching an old-school Maxell commercial in real life. That's amazing. It was pretty surreal, yet hilarious. Come to find out, he had just finished installing the new JBL surround system and wanted co- and wanted to cool off while testing it out. <laughs> and John also says, Also, I'm not sure how, da- how Alex didn't mention Spaceballs in the Dad movie segment. Whenever I think of Dad and his contributions to my quotable movie repertoire, that is the first movie that comes to mind. Any Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Firmly in the Dad movie yep. camp. Absolutely. John says, As always, keep up the good work, gentlemen. Hopefully I'll find the time to join you again soon. Yeah, and Dad, you know, if it wasn't Saving Private Ryan, it was probably uh, Pearl Harbor. Really? I was okay. just talking to a friend about how he, he he was watching Transformers, and he was like, I think Michael Bay movies are just made for testing out new was, equipment. When we, when we, um, I used to work at a ABC warehouse, which is like a department store that used to sell audio equipment, and we always used to play Pearl Harbor to try to sell the speakers. Totally, so, yeah, because yeah. it sounds so good. It does sound really yeah. good. Yeah. Absolutely. Might have been one of, like, this is completely unfounded by any amount of fact, but I'm wondering if it might be one of, like, the first movies that came, one of the first DVDs that had 5.1 surrounds that, on, uh, Could it, be. Could be. But I have no research to back it. It is now. It Much is like now. most things on the podcast, <laughs> it's been completely unresearched. So. You make some stuff up. Why not? <laughs> nobody can. Nobody has the internet. Nobody can. Yeah, this. no. Yeah. It's not like I have a computer, a phone, and an iPad right next to me. You all do right. it on your own. That's what we're here for. We help push you towards learning. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We do it live here. <laughs> we do it all the way live. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, John, for writing. And yeah, I have no idea how I forgot spaceballs. Spaceballs is if it's not like a like a mystery men quote or a rat race quote, then it's spaceballs for sure. <laughs> Um, so, we're going to recast some classic movies now. Um, I think we all kind of approached differently. I picked a movie that I loved and is also a classic. Tim stayed with the theme of the episode, which is monstery kind of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Willie went with. But basically, <laughs> we're, we're going to take these movies that we love and give them a new cast. Yeah. So... Because we're totally qualified to do this. Yep. It's like if we were Paul Feig and making a Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, don't get me started on that. (laughs) 
Don't get Ernie Hudson started. Me, me and Ernie are going to start a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to leave this bitch. God, that so good. And we're going to just talk about how upset we are about certain things. Can you imagine that would not last like two weeks, but then Ernie Hudson, all of his bridges would be burned oh, from what I can get. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anybody, I, I would get away from it if I were you. Yeah. I would not go through with this idea. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I mean, it could be fun, right? He could single-handedly destroy whatever semblance of a career that he has <laughs> left, but... You know, he was in Dragon Ball Z movie. So, <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he was. He played an Asian mystic. <laughs> well, well, why wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, okay. On that note, back to our regularly scheduled segment. Uh, <laughs> Tim, what movie will will you be? What movies or movie will you be recasting? It sounds like I should recast that Dragon Ball Z movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> or should you? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like I should just take the cast from that and transplant it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I did one of my favorite uh, the Universal Monster movies. I, I'm a big fan of them. It's weird. I I always like these better than like the Hammer movies came out, and, and they were a lot sleazier. But mm-hmm. I always was drawn to the Universal ones. I thought they were classier, and they were classier, but, and they really weren't at the time. But one of my favorite <laughs> movies, like I went one time, I made a list of like my top ten favorite movies. And Bride of Frankenstein was on there, and, like, it surprised me. I was just, like, because I was, like, I'm going to list my favorite movies and just come to my head. Because I do this all the time, because I don't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bride of Frankenstein, it's just a really fun, kind of dark comedy horror movie. And I just, I love it. It's it's kind of wacky and zany, and (laughs) it's got some really weird undertones to it. Would you say it's Billy zany? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I felt the need to. I'm sorry, Tim. Billy Zane's totally a This is why we don't have good things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's it. Didn't make it to 100. See you guys later. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Alright, so... First of all, I really screwed this up. Because I just realized... I started with the monster. I wanted to recast the monster. Who would play... I know they're talking about making a new Frankenstein, Frankenstein movie, but who would play the monster? The Frankenstein monster? And I meant to put Michael Shannon. I think Michael Shannon would be a really cool choice. Perfect. Yeah. Delightful. Instead, I put Michael Frankenstein. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I wrote down. <laughs> I mean, he wants to keep the namesake in the family. You know? <laughs> so, no, Michael Shannon, a.k.a. Michael Frankenstein, will be playing the Frankenstein's monster. Um, That's good. The bride, I went a little younger here, but I really like her eyes, and she matches kind of the bride of Frank. But I went with Emily Browning. Plus, I really like mm. Emily Browning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I thought she'd be a cool choice. She's a little she's a lot younger than Michael Shannon, but I kind of think that works. But for all you know, Michael Shannon's got the body of a twenty-something-year-old and just the head of Michael Shannon. Right. But right? then, yes, yeah. he's a monster. That's beautiful. yeah. And Boris Karloff was no spring chicken during no. the bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> so. Um, Dr. Frankenstein, um, I have as someone who can kind of pull off, like, because Dr. Frankenstein was kind of dashing, but also, like, would go over the edge. And, yeah. So I have James McAvoy as Dr. Frankenstein, and then I looked it up, and apparently he's playing, uh, they're making, a, 20th Century Fox is making a Frankenstein movie, and Igor will be played by Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, All right. I think it's funny. It's, I, okay. <laughs> um, Frankenstein's wife, um, who in the movie, she's kind of like, uh, She's kind of like an elegant... The doctor's wife. The doctor's okay. wife. Yeah, Dr. Frankenstein's wife. Um, I have Carrie Mulligan, just because I like Carrie Mulligan. And I oh, think she's kind of okay. elegant. And she would be a good wife. I believe they'd be a powerful couple there. Yeah. And then Dr. Pretorius in the movie is one of, he's one of my favorite. He's a mad scientist type. And he's also... Um, the director, James Whale, um, was gay. Gods and Monsters. If you haven't seen Gods and Monsters, it's really good. But um, Ian McKellen plays him. And Dr. Pretorius, and there's a lot of... like like homosexual aspects to his character and it's really funny looking back at it. it's totally intentional too yeah and um but i have this is my big comeback for him because i think he'd be awesome at it but i have rupert everett ah. as like the mad scientist i want rupert everett back yeah me too. i like rupert everett <laughs> star of like my best friend's wedding and um oh what's the uh jersey cemetery man cemetery man yes 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 that's what i was thinking that's of. the one yep so he was also in the shrek movies i think now <laughs> I had an idea, because the other one I was thinking of doing was The Invisible Man. The thing with The Invisible Man is there isn't that many memorable characters outside of The Invisible Man. But what people forget about it is it's kind of a, it's kind of a dark comedy, and it's, kind of, it's also kind of wacky and Billy Zaney. So I had... Um, I always wanted to see an Invisible Man 
and played by Bill Hader voicing the Invisible Man. Oh, you don't actually God. see that's amazing. You you don't actually see the Invisible Man would, throughout would, the movie. Would Bill Hader be like? Is he just going to be Bill Hader? But will he do like the zany voices that the Billy zany voices? That <laughs> no, because he's kind of. Or is he doing that voice? He that would have like, like a, the, the. I don't know who the character he does is, but. It would kind of be like his Vincent Price impression, is oh, what I was yes, thinking of yes, from yes, SNL. Yes, yes. Okay. So that's kind of why I cast that. That's good. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, I, I, so that's what I did. I also did, um, because you had the idea of doing um, like how Hollywood would cast how, it. Yeah, how, how would Hollywood actually make the movie? So that's how I, I say I would cast it, but if I was in Hollywood, people want a sexy Frankenstein movie. Like, yeah, that's like, true. You can't, like, I'm sick of these boring. No good, no good looking Frankenstein. Well, I think Yo Frankenstein was trying. Uh, I Frank, yeah, 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 Yo Frankenstein. Um, so we're gonna do this, and we're gonna get sexy with Frankenstein. All right. Um, the monster is gonna be played by this gentleman's name is Jay Ryan. He's from Beauty and the Beast on the CW, Ooh, which is right. great because Beauty and the Beast. I think I've mentioned this. You can go back and listen to one of our older episodes. But Beauty and the Beast is a great show on the CW because the Beast just has a scar on his face. And he's still really good looking. Yeah. But he just kind of has a slight scar on his Does face. Does he ever, like, turn into a Beast? I don't. I didn't watch enough. No, okay. I think he I didn't watch any. I just kind of saw the poster. Um, <laughs> the Bride of Frankenstein will be played by Annalyn McCord, who stars in CW's 90210 and also Nip Tuck. Uh, right. She's got very curly hair. All right. Qualified. <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein will be played by... Um, one of the brothers from the Vampire's Diaries. Um, not Boone from Lost. Not Ian Somerhalder, the other one. Paul the Wesley. One. Paul Wesley. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Frankenstein's wife will be Rachel Bilson from um, CW Classic, Heart of Dixie, of which I watched half a season of. Yep. And was very, it's very taken by it. Very yep. touching. Can I just say real quick, I love that you're bringing back, basically you're starting the second generation of WB thrillers. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's what my thought is, because Willie, Willie's got a very extensive knowledge and yes. network of I actually WB have a, a, a web. You're going to like, yeah, you're going to like this one though. Oh man. Dr. Pretorius, once again, okay. the kind of mad scientist homosexual character okay. will be played by Chuck Bass, who played um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the gay guy from Gilmore Girls. Yes. Um, I don't remember his name. Oh. Not Gilmore. More girls, um, oh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. That's delightful. But he's per- this is a cast, right? It's a sexy it's cast. quite a beautiful cast. Yeah. I'm very happy with you right now. <laughs> very happy with you right now. I'm looking up Chuck Bass. Ed it's Westwick. Ed Westwick. What a name. Yeah. I never watched Gossip Girl. I probably should. I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. I would like it. I don't know. <laughs> You'd probably like it before it gets overly convoluted, I think. Okay. Because I've seen the first couple seasons. Well, Vampire Diaries, I watched two seasons of, and it gets convoluted in the second episode, yeah. which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Doesn't take long. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, thank you, Tim, for uh, your, your recasting no uh, problem. expertise. No problem. Willie. This is the first time we're going to hear the movie. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? Yeah. Is, so I, I, I literally just looked through a list on Flickchart of a bunch of movies that I've ranked high. Yeah. So I'm like, cause I'm like, I don't know what movie to pick. And without thinking about the vampire thing, I picked Lost Boys. And then I'm like, oh, we're doing Dracula. <laughs> that's great. So I'm the only one that didn't do something but that makes sense. Mine was unintentional. So <laughs> that's fair. It doesn't even count. All right. Okay. So in the role of Michael, the lead heartthrob, originally portrayed by Jason Patrick, mm-hmm. he's kind of a... Uh, He's kind of, he's a new boy in town, yeah. but he's got an edge to him. I'm going to go with Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Right. Taylor right. Kitsch, I think, could uh, could sport a pretty sick earring if he wanted to, and he'd okay. look, look good doing it. Has yeah. he not yet? Um, he, he had to have in Savages. Maybe a dangly one, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, the younger brother of Michael, who was originally portrayed by Corey Haim, we're going to go with Anton Yelkin. He's got the uh, the innocence, but you feel like he could, he could kick some ass if he needs to. I mean, he... He was in the Fright Night remake, which I think is a nice tie to this, yeah. which is why I wasn't going to cast Tony Collette as the mom, because uh, she was also uh, in the Fright Night. Um, so I did cast as the mom. <laughs> I tried to recast Lost Boys, but it just came out. As today. the Fright Night remake. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and see, and this is why I, I didn't do a, like, what would the studio do, because I would do what the studio would do, clearly, because I'm just <laughs> picking people that are in other vampire movies. Um... Their mom, uh, who was originally played by uh, Diane Weist, or is it Weist? Weist, Weist thank Weist, you. Yeah. Um, we're going to go with Catherine Keener. I like Catherine Keener quite a bit. Yeah. She'd be, she, she's got a, she's kind of sassy when she needs to be and kind of sexy when she needs to be, but she'd be, be a good mom, too. Totally. So yeah. I like that. Um, as Grandpa, who is like kind of in on the whole vampire thing in The yeah. Lost Boys, 
Uh, Bernard Hughes played him originally. Fantastic. Amazing guy. Uh, Robert Duvall. <laughs> He'd be vampire. Can you, can you imagine Robert Duvall killing vampires? Like, it'd be great. Uh, it'd be pretty With awesome. a little beard and, like, maybe... Uh, like, just just like, make that movie. I would like, watch that. Don't even bother. Yeah. Robert Duvall vampire. <laughs> like, I'd watch it. Um, now, to play opposite, um, opposite the Michael character, the Taylor Kitsch role... Uh, we've got to go with somebody to replace Kiefer Sutherland as David, because these two have to be yeah. not only fighting for uh, for their very lives against each other, but for the love of the the uh, female lead. And I got to think of a contemporary who's really got that 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 Sutherland heat. And I went with uh, I want to see him play a bad guy, Chris Hemsworth. I want to see Hemsworth play a, <laughs> like an evil vampire guy. He's kind of kind of a dick and sleepy. He'd be good. Well, yeah, he'd be good. He'd be a good gang leader of the vampires. He like, kind of played a bad guy in Rush, didn't he? Uh, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a jerk. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him go full uh, full bad guy, though. Right. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And him and T-Kish could throw down. It'd be great. Oh, come on, please! Can you imagine the fight? The floaty vampire fight they'd have? Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> Shirts being ripped. Yep. yep. Uh, Swipe listening. This This is a sexy episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, in the role of Max, who is vying for the affections of their, their mother, Lucy... Um, Originally played by Gilmore Girls alum uh, Edward Herman. <laughs> That's right. Um, we're gonna go with Michael Shannon, who was actually. <laughs> I hope we don't all have Michael Shannon. We're putting Michael Shannon to work. Michael Shannon, though. Here's the thing. What I like about this is he's now he looks older than he actually is. Mm-hmm. I think, and so he fit, fit fine with Catherine Keener. I think. But if you wanted to like play up the fact that he's a little younger, it would kind of create the tension with the sons. Like, I don't. What's my mom being a cougar for? Like, right. I like that. I like because yeah. there's already tension going into the relationship, and then of course there's some twists and turns. Oh, that would so. play good in the Lost Boys movie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the the Frog Brothers, probably the most iconic characters in the Lost Boys movies. Um, originally played by Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander. I don't, I'm not too familiar with Jameson, but Corey Feldman for sure. Um, Edgar Frog. To replace Corey, we're going to go with Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch kind of nice. weirdly has a Corey Feldman vibe about him already. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a, he's still kind of a hip young actor. I think people still like to throw him in supporting roles and stuff mm-hmm. in movies. So he's worked at T-Kitch before and Anton Yelkin before. So they're boys. <laughs> All right. Good to go. Are they um, lost boys though? Oh, they will be. <laughs> Um, and then for for the uh, Alan Frog character, who's kind of the, he's not as outspoken as as Edgar Frog is. He's not like the, he's kind of the the secondary Frog brother, but he's kind of creepy and says weird like one or two line things like here and there, and you're like, what, where's this guy coming from? Paul Dano, gotta go with Paul. Nice. <laughs> I like nice. Paul Dano. Can you imagine Paul Dano and Emil Hirsch, a, a girl next door reunion after all these years? Oh, Paul Dano was in that, wasn't? Yeah, it? he was. Paul Dano was one of my least favorite actors. I think he'd be a great Frog. <laughs> Be delightful. I just, to, I just want to throw out a shot at Paul. Paul Dano kind of looks like his last name could be Frog. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I would, I would, I would, yeah, no, that's that's he fits the part. And then um, for the role of Star, the the female lead, originally played by Jamie Gertz. Ah, Jamie oh, Gertz. Can we just bring her back? Um, we're gonna go with. She, she's um, alive, Willie. No, I mean bring her back to the Lost Boys. Oh, okay. Streaming. Yeah, I know she's still, she's she's good. It's cool. Um, we're going to go with somebody who's kind of exotic looking, and, and this one was suggested by one of you guys. I, I'm not sure who, but me. thank you for that. You're uh, Alexander Daddario. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Can you imagine the steamy scenes with her in t Kitch and her in Hemsworth? Oh. Boom! <laughs> Forget it. Nailed it. The only other thing, um, the only other roles in the movie really that you would, you would think about casting would be the younger kid... Uh, the little boy vampire. Mm-hmm. I I don't whatever. Get get a get a kid. You know I don't get care. the kid from Dracula Untold. Sure, that's yeah. fine. Um, and then um, you have to have Chris Hemsworth. Have have kind of a vampire like group of hip vampire hot yeah. vampire guys. Um, so I'm curious, what kind of hip guys do you want to see be Chris Hemsworth's crew? I, I gotta ask. Liam Hemsworth. Liam, we could throw Liam in there. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan would be a That's good one. That's awesome. Yeah. That'd be a good one. I almost thought about doing Key and Peel as the Frog Brothers, but I like that. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> I thought about that. And I was like, I, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know that much of their work, so I, yeah. I'd have to check it out first. Um, Zac Efron, he'd be the star, though, so you can't have Zac Efron. I don't know. Anyway, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. I like All it. Right. That's good. Are they not remaking The Lost Boys? Uh, you know, I know Schumacher wanted to do The Lost Girls for They're too ages. busy making, like, direct-to-DVD sequels. They did two of those things. Oh, I saw one of them. I saw the first one. Yeah. And it was not good. No. <laughs> um, I didn't even bother with the second Someone one. Someone said the second one was better, but it wasn't good enough for me to watch. 
I guess I just don't. I would actually rather watch a remake at this point yeah. than. I mean, I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I almost forgot. I almost. Oh my god, this is the whole. This is the best part. <laughs> Sexy sax man, John Hamm cameo <laughs> on stage. Sergio? Yes! Beautiful. You have John oh, Hamm on stage. Like, as soon as you brought this up, I was like, who are you going to have play the sax man? Yeah, John Hamm. <laughs> Absolutely. You have the John Hamm cameo, and people that know what's going on will laugh, and people that don't will probably laugh too. That's, that's fantastic. John Hamm would do it. He would do it. Totally. In a heartbeat. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so I chose a movie close to my heart that has absolutely nothing to do with the Universal Monsters, and that would be Back to the Future. Okay. Ah. So I'm going to start in reverse IMDb order. This is the cast list that I would want. Um, I asked for a little help with from you guys on a few of these. I just gave you the role. I didn't give you my actual movie. Mm-hmm. So for Principal Strickland, strict guy who's got like two lines, three lines... He's there in the past and in the current. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley Tucci was suggested. Okay. I think pretty pretty good fit for that. I like that. But I also thought maybe Christopher Maloney would be Ooh, a lot of man. fun in that role. They're both men of many faces. I it's think true. they can do a lot with it. It's yeah. true. Ooh. So uh, Jennifer Parker, you know, Marty's, Marty's high school girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I went with Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Might be a little bit of wish fulfillment in my part, but hey, <laughs> we're going to go with it anyway. Biff Tannen, because I wanted him to be like a little bit of a villain and I thought it would be fun, uh, I went with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, <laughs> you see how we all had... We, yeah, yeah we, all, we all shared at least one. I, I think he, we know he can pull off like the Jackie High School guy from, from Cabin in the Woods, but he was quite a bit younger when that was filmed too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm iffy on whether or not he would be able to do the the high school guy still. He might have they might have to hide his figure a little bit. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, he's a jock-ish kind of guy. So I don't know. I think it'd be fun to to watch him be the high school bully and then turn around and be the the, you know, I can guy it. that George McFly pushes around. All right, George McFly, Crispin Glover. All right, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 this one I had a little bit of trouble with, and I was trying to figure out who could be that kind of nerdy dude who would never get the girl without the help of his son, but also somebody who could like portray the yes, I've made myself. And for some reason, I fell on on uh, Patrick Fugit. I don't know if he could uh, pull off the high schooler anymore. Patrick Fugit. Um, um, jog my memory here. Uh, Almost Famous, the yeah. kid from Almost Famous. Oh, is he still around? Yeah, he was in Gone Girl, actually. Oh, so. okay. Um, so I, I feel like you might have to, like, doll him up a little bit to get him back down to high school years, but especially because he looked like quite a baby for a while anyway. Mm-hmm. But, so that's my George McFly. Lorraine Baines, McFly, mm-hmm. uh, Emma Stone, I think would be good. She's yeah, She's kind of like, she's a little bit small to like really be that convincing of like she she just seems so young from her size that I don't know if she could really portray like the the older mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lorraine but I think with the help of makeup and things like that I think she'd be good and I can also see her playing off of my Marty McFly pretty well no, so, no, I want to hear. I want to hear. Are so, we there or no? Are we going? Doc to we're going to Doc Brown. Doc Brown and then and then the Marty. So my Doc Brown, <clears throat> I. Uh, this one would just be really, really... I, I would love to see this, and I can see Doc's lines coming out of his mouth, but I think Brian Cranston would be pretty sweet as a mm. Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. Or, this one made, made me laugh really, really hard, but for some reason, Joaquin Phoenix as Doc Brown <laughs> would just be... would be fantastic for me. to oh like, I would love that so much. And then finally, my Marty McFly... I, I, I narrowed down to Marty McFly because I think in my Hollywood segment that'll be the better part. But... I think Ben Schwartz would be a really, really good Marty McFly Schwartz, for some reason. Jean Ralphio. Uh, oh, oh. And, and it's, <laughs> I think if, if Parks and Rec is the only thing that you've seen him in, then he's he wouldn't be very good. Okay. But as like knowing him and who he he is, I feel like he would be able to make the Marty McFly kind of okay. work. In the, okay. That you built a time machine out of a Delorean. Like I can I can just see it working really well. But all right, all right. So my Hollywood cast yeah, real okay. quick here, Mr. Uh, Principal Strickland. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis is that that would t- he totally collect that paycheck. The half asleep Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yes. Jennifer Parker would be Kate Upton. Okay. Because you know 
Marty, Marty would totally be dating Kate Upton. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, let's see who your Marty is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. It's the worst thing ever. And as I told Willie, I would kill myself if it came to pass. But it's probably <laughs> going to happen, so I'll see you guys later. But, uh, Biff Tannen would be uh, Army Hammer. <laughs> I, I kind of like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue with it. <laughs> Uh, George McFly. I, I couldn't think of like a really good high like like what the Hollywood George McFly would be, but I think for some reason like Clark Duke. Yeah. yeah, he would like he would get the humor part of the younger George for sure. He would, yeah, that's, and that's, it would be kind of funny to see him with like the gray hair and the and the puppet lines later on. Like, what DJ Qualls, man? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Qualls. <laughs> pretty good. All right, Lorraine Baines. Who, who else would it be but Megan Fox? Yeah. Oh, but of oh can you imagine? Megan, uh, Megan Fox and Kate up in the same Back to the Future movie? <laughs> this is a very sexy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Doc Brown. Yeah. I had a little trouble with the Hollywood Doc Brown. I don't know if you guys, if you guys thought of anybody, but it would absolutely, without a doubt, have to be Nick Cage. Oh, my God. It, it would, would be Nick too. Cage. Uh, There's nobody else it could be. No, it's it would be Johnny Depp. I, maybe that I would I would still kind of want to no I wouldn't want to go see that but but Nick Cage would be yeah it would it would be Nick Cage I think it would have to be I would Nick go Cage. see this and then <laughs> finally finally Marty McFly the more the most <laughs> repulsive part of this movie for me because I can totally see it happening is probably Jay Baruchel. Oh, oh man that is good <laughs> oh you're totally right. <laughs> I just I don't like that and I, and I don't I don't think he would work with uh, Kate Upton very no, well just put but it would probably Alice Eve, put Alice Eve and have a uh, whatever that movie was reunion I know she's oh, out yeah. of my league she's out of my oh. league <laughs> I, yeah oh, that's yeah just, that could get, work too get people to flock <laughs> so. they'll, they'll be punching at the 88 in their cars to come see <laughs> I, I and I want to I want to put in a disclaimer here by no means do I think that Back to the Future should ever be remade at all. Yeah, no, I don't think absolutely no reason be. for it to be remade. Maybe Brian Frankenstein. Uh, they can remake Frankenstein. Yeah. They've done it enough. Yeah, probably but not Lost Boys or, or Back to the Future. Lost Boys, I think, could happen. I would remake Lost Boys. I think I, I, I think Lost it. Boys could happen, and it would like right now it'd be relevant I, I mean, enough. Like I would Empire personally thing. remake it. Yeah, with you guys in the backyard. All right, good. Let's do it. I'll be sexy <laughs> sax man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, me and Tim are Kiefer and Jason Patrick. Yeah, this, we're the only characters. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're fighting over the sexy sex. <laughs> I'm just in the back playing saxophone the whole time. Uh, okay, well that was our recasting segment. Let us know what movies you would recast. Let us know what movies you want us to recast for you. Anything like that. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Uh, now it is time for our full review of. <laughs> Gary, I don't need to look up his name again. I don't even know what we're saying, Gary. Sure, I, know, I, I think this was the episode to call Alex out on this. <laughs> what? Don't, don't even say Gary Shore. It's not his movie. Because <laughs> there have been a couple times, like, I'm like, oh, that guy, who's that? We always, there's once or twice we and Tim have laughed because, like, you'll say like so and so's, and we're like, that's not even a person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, sorry. God damn it! <laughs> Alright. Now it's time for our full review of Gary Shore's Dracula Untold. Uh, the IMDb synopsis for this movie is facing threats to his kingdom and family. Vlad Tepes makes a deal with the dangerous supernatural forces whilst trying to avoid succumbing to the darkness himself. Ooh. There you go. This movie stars uh, Luke Evans, Dominic Cooper, Sarah Gadon, and Charles Dance himself. Lord Tywin Lannister. Um, so this is intended to be the reboot of a Marvel-style universe of Universal Monsters movies. Apparently. I am officially going to call it the Universal Monsterverse. Because that's just... <laughs> Alright, the just Universal right. Monsterverse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so UMV. Alright, alright, I can see that. Um, I don't really have a place in my heart for vampire movies. It's not really something that I'm like, hey, you know, I think... I think your guys' generation, it's a little bit more of a thing, especially with, like, Lost Boys. Like, growing up with Lost Boys, I know that John is a big fan of, like, vampires, and he used to read, like, Anne Rice books and things like that. Mm, yeah, those were huge when I was, like, 
elementary school, middle school. Is totally. Really big. I didn't ever read them because they were like way too erotic, I think, for my young mind. But <laughs> I couldn't handle what was happening in those books. But uh, I know they were they were big. They were yeah they were they were definitely you know a thing. But uh, so Dracula Untold, the untold part of the Dracula story. Yeah. Tim. It's been told, yeah. It's been told now. By Gary Shore. By Gary Shore. <laughs> the utter. <laughs> Gary Shore. A fine storyteller. So, yeah. Tim, what did, you, what did you think of Dracula and Told? I went into this movie, I did not know it was coming out. I don't watch a lot of TV. I didn't see any trailers for this. Um, I saw the poster. It's a, kind of a stupid poster, but there are a lot of bats yep. in it. Um, then I went, <laughs> then I, so, all I knew was the poster, and then I went on Rotten Tomatoes and saw that it was at 25%. Yep. And it was two hours long. They have it listed on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a lie. It's not. And then I saw I saw, I saw Gary Shore's name, and I went, Gary Shore, like isn't he the guy who created House, the TV show House? But that's David Shore. <laughs> but I was more interested when it was David Shore. I was like, the guy who wrote House is going to do a Dracula movie. <laughs> um, what did I think of this? Movie? This is a stupid movie. Yeah. This is a dumb movie. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. <laughs> um, this is weird because. I I didn't have any idea this was going to be the reboot of the Universal Monsters. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Yeah, they needed to do a better job of that because no. because I went and looked it up though. Like I kind of, they don't re- they didn't really have it until it the tag at there's a tag at the end that they reshot. Was that a reshoot? Okay, yeah, I had a feeling. It might be. Wait, I don't, there's an after credits tag. Or no? no, I just kind of meant the, no, oh, the, the separate okay, scene. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay yeah. Um, because I don't think it was originally intended to be. Because and it works better for me. Totally think, thinking that it's just a direct, like a cheap cash in drac- driving Dracula movie that Universal said like we're gonna just gonna make this mm-hmm. and I kind of like that. Um, I will say Dracula of the Monsters. I don't really like the original Dracula movie with Bela Lugosi that much. I like him in it. It's fun. It's a really like the second half of that movie is shot like a play basically. The camera just he just like, kind of set the camera down. Um, on the old box set, they include the uh, the Spanish version mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. it's way better. And if you were to put Bela Lugosi in the Spanish version of it, like it would be amazing. It would be an amazing <laughs> horror movie. Um, the sequels, uh, the sequel, I actually like better. Now I'm getting off track. Um, <laughs> this movie, those are the told Dracula movies. Those too. those have been told, yes, and there have been plenty other told. Get ones. back to the untold, told ones, yeah. Um, this has now been told, and I, it's a it's a Vlad the Impaler movie, correct? Yeah, yeah. That they have decided. I know the novel was originally kind of influenced by the story, uh, Vlad the Impaler, but they have decided to make it literal and say yeah. that Vlad the Impaler is now a yeah, and I think He I, is Dracula. I think that's something that's kind of been... Well, I think, what's his name? Uh, Coppola's version, he is Vlad the Impaler. Okay, too. is he? I'm okay. pretty sure, yeah. I think that's something that's at least kind of... Uh, come to being after somebody decided that that's what it was. Gotcha. Know, like that's just yeah. kind of... The, the the implied nature of how Dracula existed. Right now, can he can could Vlad the Impaler control bats? Uh, that I'm not familiar with. I, <laughs> no, I think, I think that's in real life. Yeah, probably not. Do we know though? We didn't have. No, I, we, I wasn't there. We didn't have yeah, cameras. I don't have the science to disprove <laughs> that he could control bats, but. So many bats. <laughs> so many bats. Where did he find all these bats? I know, man. There are so many bats in this movie. When I was a kid, um, I remember like I only knew Batman from the movie and the TV, the old TV show. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like the comics were this totally different thing because they're really dark and gothic. And I remember thinking like, man, in the comics, Batman has he must be able to turn into a bat <laughs> and control bats. Like that's cool. But like this was like if that my idea was Batman were an actual movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, because this is a total superhero movie with Dracula in it, totally. too. So, it um, I'm going to wrap it up by saying Dominic Cooper is the best in this movie. Oh, he's, he's so good in this Langella. movie. <laughs> this is so <laughs> And he doesn't really have that, that many lines in it. Which his face is so funny the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's basically, like, just him with, like, big eyes going, like, yeah, you believe this? Like, yeah. No, and I, and I told Tim, I think that it's really admirable how flexible his, uh, his, his accent is yeah. in the movie. Because it could just be... From anywhere. Yes. Yeah. No, he, he just goes for it. <laughs> whatever comes out, comes out. Yep. <laughs> He's a Turk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Willie, what did you think of Dracula Untold? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I, I went into this movie fully expecting um, Underworld. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, like I expected like 
Paul W. S. Anderson. Paul Widescreen. Totally. As he's known. I thought it was good. I, that's what I expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, or a Len Wiseman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was better than that, I think. Um, I mean, it's, 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 sure, it's cheesy, and it's, you know, the, not all the performances are great, some of which is because of the performance itself, some is the script at a script level. I mean, the, there's some bad dialogue in this movie. Um, Luke Evans is really, really good, I thought. Yes. I think he's like... I, I mean, he's certainly the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is... I don't think that this is going to be the actual like vehicle for him, really. I, we'll see, I guess. But he's definitely um, destined for some sort of really big career boost at some point in some sort of franchise. I just don't know what it is. This um, is Iron Man, really. Totally. Well, that's what they want it to be. I mean, you know, I guess it, I, on one hand, I'm hoping that it does well so I can see where they go with this thing. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm like... If it doesn't do well, then it really what's. The, I think it supposedly made its money back. Well, then maybe. So. Yeah. Um, Charles Dance was also really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I swear there's like a there's a thing in with with British actors where they all have this like like they all have a career bucket list. I feel like and ever, uh, one like constant on all their bucket list is I gotta play a vampire at some point. <laughs> and usually when they play a vampire, they'll, they'll they'll take a vampire role no matter how esteemed they are, they will take a vampire role in any vampire movie that they can get a chance to. Like, Ben Kingsley was in Blood Rain, guys. Yeah. <laughs> because he wanted to play a vampire. Like, Char- this seems like Charles Dance like, yep, this is my, I can scratch it off. Mm-hmm. And he, but he has a good time with it. Like, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of fun. He's really creepy, actually. Yeah. Like, the, the scenes when you're in the cave with Charles Dance are actually kind of kind of creepy. That, those are the closest thing to a horror movie, certainly, that we get out of the movie. Yeah. For the most part, it's an action movie. Um, Can I ask you a question about Charles Dance's character real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was his name in the movie? I honestly don't think he because, was named. Because I pulled up, like, there, someone did a set visit, and they talked to, like, the writers, and he was originally in the script meant to be Caligula. Uh, according to IMDb, he is Master Vampire. Master Vampire? Okay. Caligula would be, that would be interesting, I guess, because yeah. you'd tie more into the historical stuff. Yep. Um... But no, this is this is it's interesting. I don't see exactly how it's going to tie into other things. Obviously, it's way too early to tell um, if all that comes to fruition. But I think I, th- I see exactly how it's going to tie into everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that I think they're definitely copying the Marvel route, not just in terms of like doing individual movies and then bringing them together, kind of thing. But I think they're also certainly. Uh, the, the Charles Dance character is a bit of a... You can kind of yep. pull him out and put Nick yeah. Fury in. Yep. Um, and, and that's kind of funny to me, and I'm like okay with it, because I like Charles Dance, and I want to see more of him. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. I, I, I liked... I liked this movie for the most part. It was it was a pleasant surprise because I was like going in like, oh god, here we go, like yeah. this is gonna be bad. And for the most part, it works. I, I think I thought the fight scenes were good. I think that it's certainly you can tell it's a it's a it's kind of a freshman director as he's. I don't think he knows how to shoot action 100 percent yet. The Gary yeah. Shore guys. <laughs> it, it is. Well, it's yeah, it's it is. Just give him time. He's more of a writer. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think I think that there are some inventive. I think there's some very cool ideas at play here. Yeah. Stuff um, on the battlefield where he'll like reflect the battles off of a sword that has fought, like been stabbed. In the- like, there's cool ideas at play here. They don't work. <laughs> there's a shot of people like falling in front of the camera too. Or did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's cool ideas. Like I, I I respect the fact that they were trying to be inventive over with where they placed the camera or how they followed the action. Most of the time it doesn't work. There's one or two shots that I think are kind of cool. Um, but I think that that's, that might just be, he's a first time director and it's kind of a, it's kind of a bigger movie for a first time director, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised Um, by that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Kind of. Kind of. I, well, I mean, it's, you can tell, I will say one other thing I want to say is they are, you can tell they're limited a little bit by budget and I think part of the shaky cam and part of the, the, um, the quick cuts and stuff is to cover up for some of those bad effects. Yeah. Because not bad effects, well they aren't great, but bat effects. <laughs> um, because you, you you can tell that they were limited to a certain extent by the budget. But I enjoyed it. it wasn't great, but I had fun with it. I'll probably watch it again. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think this movie really gives you anything to sink your teeth into. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> It's really... It's done. <laughs> Tim's quit the podcast. <laughs> uh, it, there, it's, 
this movie's really quite passable. It's it's not it's it's kind of watchable. It's the kind of thing that I think you'd turn on on a Sunday and then go about your day and do whatever to. But it's there's nothing here that really like makes me think, oh, I'm gonna love to see this Dracula take on you know whatever he's gonna take on in this new Universal Monsters Universal MonsterVerse. Uh, to borrow a phrase from Willie, but um, I do think Luke Evans was good. Uh, I I I don't really. It's weird how barren this movie is. Yeah, like you would think that they would at least get a few more names, like Dominic Cooper, Luke Evans, and Charles Dance. Do not carry a cast list. They really don't. And there's a lot of like. Vlad lieutenants around, but I don't know any of their names. And I you were hoping for somebody, people who are a little more yeah. Like it's a, if this is a Dracula movie, well that's which, right, yeah. Which it's 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 kind of not. But if it's a Dracula movie, then give me give me some people. Like I, I need some stars to to be around to like really like if you're gonna if this is gonna be your tentpole like launch my launch the new universe thing. I think you need to stack it a little bit better than they did. Not to say that anybody did terribly. I mean, I didn't fall in love with his wife or anything, but no. it's it, it was like everything about this movie to me is just really take it or leave it. Yeah, and um, and I think like I think I think they could have pushed it into a realm where it was like legitimately interesting and cool. But I don't really know how I would want them to do that or exactly what I like. It's the idea of like a sympathetic Dracula to me is interesting, but I don't think they quite hit the nail on the head with the scripts and the cast itself. Like I just the the movie is not greater than some of its parts in this case. Um <laughs> I think really just about the only thing that I did like about this movie is the ending. Uh, like I <laughs> which is which is ridiculous, but we'll get to that in spoiler Terry. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm real. I'm interested to see to see where they end up going with this. What kind of springboard it is? It's it's really really the movie's quite inconsequent. Like there's nothing. There's no staying power here. I'm not going to be thinking about this one days from now. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it like it's not even what I would want out of a Dracula movie. Like, when I think Dracula, I think horror and, like... Well, that... Yeah. Honestly, though, like, like, in the darkness. Vampires aren't scary anymore, so, like... No, it's not, it's not, like... That's true, but I, but I think the ideas of, like... You know, Batman pulling somebody out in the darkness and that person vanishes and hearing the horrifying noises of, like, blood being sucked through somebody's vein. Like, I think... I think there's something there, but... They just totally don't go that route with yeah. this movie. And it doesn't seem like they're going to go that route with any future installment in the movie. Not that they couldn't. I think they could. But the weird, like, here's the superhero Dracula. Like, it's... <laughs> I like that. It's, like, it's, 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 I really do. It's, got... it's the most intriguing part of the, like, the whole thing here, for sure. Yeah. But I don't understand why he's Dracula. Like, well, I, like it doesn't... Would you have liked it better? Because the reason I think I liked it so much is I had no clue. Would you have liked it better if you if they weren't going to tie this in at all? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because because that's the, I do. Actually, like that's yeah. that's the only thing that I actually like is that I, it, okay. it makes me intrigued for what's going to come next. In, okay. in terms of the actual movie itself, like I said, I, I think it's it's passable, but it's right. nothing that I'm like. That's funny. Nothing that so, I Tim, about. you like it basically as a standalone. I like it as a piece of schlock. Yeah. Like, honestly. Like Hercules. Like, yeah, yeah, I like it that. And that's kind of what I took it as. And I sat there and I went like, well, this is better than Dracula 2000. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, but um, that's why I kind of liked it. And then I d- when I heard they were going to tie it all together, I went, oh, it's, they're full of crap. Um, <laughs> like you did not have this plan to nope. begin with because you would have cast a lot, a lot of higher stars. I'm, I'm wondering what about this movie? What what did they see in this movie that was like you know what? We're gonna make franchise. Honestly, uh, it was the furthest along probably out of any. That of those. you know what? I, Luke Evans would fit good in a, another in a team movie, in a team like setting or like showing up. That's, Luke Evans is a good Dracula. I fair. really think he is. No, so and, if, I, and I think yeah. he's great. If they yeah. inevitably get to a point where. 
where this has been at least successful enough to continue it along the the train to a monster mash movie. Um, Luke Evans would be a good leader of the of the monster crew. Yeah, like they, he, well, he would be. I mean, depending on who they got, they built around him. Um, he, it could be neat, I guess. I don't know. Like if this if this leads into, I, I want to get into spoilers before I say that. So, any final thoughts on no. Dracula? Um, I liked it. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's it's I had it's fun. not great. I had fun with it, yeah, but it's I liked it too. it's yeah. really it's not like you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not two hours long. No, it's that's not. the best thing. Like, yeah. Tim, it Tim, does move. Like it, I, the movie moves. Because I saw that it was two hours long, and I leaned over to Tim like about an hour into the movie. I was like, "There's an hour of this movie left," <laughs> and we were both kind of like, "What the hell? Like, what more? Do what you are do? they gonna do? <laughs> this movie's got maybe ten minutes left in yeah. it. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was. Really it was the scariest scary. part of the movie. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back for spoiler Terry for Gary Shore's Dracula Untold. Hell yeah, Gary Shore. Here we are in spoiler Terry for Dracula Untold. So I was basically, uh, the point that I was trying to get to is that I think this movie's gonna, like, is this, is this universal monster verse going to turn into, like, is, is the mummy gonna be doing good deeds? Like, is, is, is our Frankenstein and See, the, the, like, are they, they all gonna be sympathetic, but... Like, they always were, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The universal okay. monsters were always pretty sympathetic, especially, like, the Wolfman and... I mean, even okay. Frankenstein was, yeah. I think that's one of the that's one of the interesting things about it, is that they can... I mean, Frankenstein certainly seems like... You can turn Frankenstein into a superhero. They've tried before, kind of, and it hasn't worked, but you could, like, do it, for sure. Um, the ones that I'm more interested in, like, the, like the mummy, I'm a little yeah. more interested in, because you clearly can't have the shambling... Like slow, you know. Yeah. Like, like, what is he going to do on the battlefield? You know, and like, like. Right. So they, I would think it would be more along the lines of like a, like mummy from Brendan Fraser movies. I guess. I mean, they would tone down the. I would think they. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't quite be as Indiana Jonesy, probably. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, like the character would be a little more like, like the character from the less evil, but a little closer, like more of a guy in like Ramsey's suit and not like in bandages going. Right, because that wouldn't. What do you do with that? How do you? Yeah, that's that's like I said. This is the most intriguing thing about this movie for me. Is like, what are these? What is it going to be? Well, the big one. I mean, and it's weird. This is this is why it's also weird they're doing this with this because they tried with the Wolfman a couple years ago and it didn't flop, but there was no real huge reaction to it. Mm -hmm. The big one they've got in their back pocket is still Frankenstein because Frankenstein is such an iconic character. You you can make a lot of money with a Frankenstein movie. You could. That's true. I mean, not yo Frankenstein, but I mean, if they were to go for a straight ahead. But what's weird is I don't know if I want to... That's the other thing is they... At the end of the movie, we'll talk... We should talk about the last scene. Totally. Yeah, go for it. So the last scene is basically we we fast forward to Luke Evans in modern day. Uh kind of walking around and he comes across a woman who looks like Sarah Gadon because mm-hmm. it is Sarah Gadon <laughs> and he they they kind of he recites their m- marriage poem or whatever it was that you know and they you know it it's like she's they hit it yeah it's like she it's like they're meeting in another lifetime is basically what the point is mm-hmm. but then it ends with them kind of walking away and uh one one master vampire Charles Dance Stands up and, and walks towards the camera and says, "Let the games begin." Which we forgot <laughs> to mention the second the time. Second time. It, was, the it was beautiful. Both both him and I just burst out laughing <laughs> the first time he said it and the second time. But well, it's funny because um, there are a couple like Frankenstein or not Frankenstein. Dracula starts spitting out one liners a couple times. Like there are a couple of one liners in the movie. Like badass Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> nailed that one, bro. So. I don't know if I would be as excited about this if it wasn't Charles Dance. Like I love Charles Dance, so I can't he's a good wait. Pick. I can't wait to see him, Nick Fury. Like he's gonna show up at the end of the Mummy and be like, "I need you to come fight God with me," or whatever. It's gonna end, like whatever. <laughs> well, the, the demons, man. Remember they had the whole backstory thing with the book pages, which was really goofy. The editing on that part was weird. Mm-hmm. Where it cuts to like book pages. Yeah. 
and he made a deal with a demon to like do whatever he did. So like, he's gonna go fight the demons. Yeah. See, that's the beauty of it. If the monsters are fighting something more evil than the monsters, then they're good guys. Right. Right. And I mean, they did. I mean, they did make some crossover movies back in the day. Some monster, they always fought each other. Monster rallies. Yeah. 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 But um, what I what kind of bugs me about that last one is I don't know if I want to see these characters, these universal characters. In modern times, yeah, like it bugged me that they were in modern times. Maybe Charles Dance has some sort of time travel that he can get to, but like I don't want to see a modern Frankenstein. Really, I kind of like the gothic stuff, and that's yeah. kind of what draws me to the saying. older characters. Yeah, you kind of you were kind of hoping if they're going to do some sort of team up, it would be more of a like a Somewhat like period. a kind of a period. Like a period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get. I can. I can see that. That is. And I, it, well, as the movie was going on, I was actually kind of, I was like, it would be interesting to see Luke. Like, I didn't, I had no idea that the movie was ending, was going to end it the way, the way that it ended. I was like, it would be very interesting to see just a Dracula series that checks in with Dracula every, like a trilogy. So you've got every like the, couple hundred, yeah, maybe the, the sixteen yeah. or seventeen hundreds, whatever. I don't know what time period yep. these places. Then you've got like today, and then you got future Dracula, totally. And Luke Evans is Dracula in all four of them. That's and. It, I, I, I'm kind of interested in that, but I don't know. It's... It sucks that the Van Helsing name is so poisoned yeah. because this is a great would be a great way to tell that story of a movie is to tell these separate, and then you get the hunter guy to come hunt these monsters in a whole big mm, monster yeah. movie. So maybe it's oh. not. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I, I just remember there being a pretty negative reaction to it. I mean, it's not very good either. Van Helsing. Oh, it's no, terrible. it's not. It's, it's bad. bad. Um, I think if they I, made a Van Helsing movie, it would be called something right right like they would absolutely stay away from abraham van helsing (laughs) totally not related colon totally not related to hugh jackman (laughs) please come see um i i i for one am very excited for creature from the black lagoon like that's 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 the one that's the one i'm excited for i had this like when i was a kid and i wanted to be a movie director you know like i had this like dream list of movies that i would want to direct when i became a famous director which Mm. is hilarious (laughs) And, uh, like, top of the list was Creature from the Black Lagoon. I always wanted to remake it. I was like, I'm gonna, one day I'm going to remake that movie. It's going to be terrifying. Like, that, I mean, I don't know how he fits in, because that's one of the weirder ones, too. Like, but that, was, that would be the one, I mean, it's weird, because I don't know if you can go back to the Wolfman at this point, uh, right away. I think you can do Frankenstein, I think you can do The Mummy, and I think you can do The Creature. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think Wolfman might be a bit, like, maybe they could do it, like, later down the pipeline. Phase, phase two of the he, he's closer kind of, to, Monsterverse. Like, maybe the last one before they do the... He's kind of like the Incredible Hulk of the... That's what I like about yeah. it. Like, like, if they did something a little different with the Wolfman and made him closer to... Like, not Hulk size, because that would right. be overboard, but made him kind of bigger and right. nastier looking. Like, he could be kind of the Hulk of the crew. You yeah. Know? Like, he could be the really reluctant one. Like, I don't want to help you out. Like, Or maybe, maybe Benicio... Maybe, maybe we'll get Aaron Eckhart and Benicio to jump maybe, in. Maybe, maybe. You know? <laughs> we'll get Yo Frankenstein and, and... What a messed up team, man. <laughs> Those movies are so totally, completely different from each other, too. That'd be hysterical. What's your, well, I guess the Invisible... Invisible Man's tough, though, because... I don't see that being I mean, a, being you, a you phase one You can't see it. Universe. You can't see it. It's, like, back then it was really cool because it was just... Stuff running there. It's so it was fun. Fish wire. Yeah, fish like wire, that. and like he, like bikes would fall over. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, then invisible runs, invisible man runs around cackling. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. it's so good. <laughs> it's my favorite. One of my favorite movies. But um, yeah, I don't know who who else you do, but I, I would think you have to do the creature. The creature is still a name. They're, they're all still that. That to me, those the one you'd have to do. Obviously, Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Mummy, Creature. Yeah, that would be like you'd have to do those guys. Yeah, like when you think of Universal Monsters, those are the first ones that I think yeah. that you. I mean, like you've got your your Invisible Man, Phantom of the Opera, which you couldn't do because yeah. that makes zero sense. You know, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame was one of them. Did they they put him in Van Helsing? Didn't they? Uh, Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. But there, that was a Universal movie too. Yeah. Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So you could do Mr. Hyde, which would be closer to the the Hulk, I guess, than. I don't know. It, it, you know, as long as you have that core five or whatever, I think yeah. that'd be that'd be fine. Um, but we'll, this is all who knows. I mean, uh, what do you think? Because you know that they're going to want to DC it and just jump right into the crossover. So, say you get two more, who do you get? You get Frankenstein. You get the Mummy. Yeah, you go Frankenstein Mummy. And then, boom, here's this movie. Maybe it also has the Wolfman in it, so that they don't have yeah. to reboot it. Yeah, well, you don't have to explain a werewolf. 
Yeah. Yeah, like a werewolf doesn't really need an origin story. That's so true. that's he's easy to dump in there. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, but yeah, the mummy and Frankenstein you need to like establish How ridiculous is it that we're talking about these movies like it's a Marvel universe? Get used to it because this but is not the be, last. But to be fair, so though, friggin' ridiculous. To, to be fair, though, this was its own universe a long time ago. That's true. Yeah. This is technically technically Universal did this. Yeah. Back in like what the fifties? Yeah, forties, fifties. Yeah. So it's just so weird. Like I remember, re- I read a tweet that was like, "Welcome to the world where I think it was." I'll look it up. I'll look it up because I don't want to misquote it. But um, and I think Universal's had this plan for a while though too. It's just they've never been able to... Well, they made the mistake of trying to get Guillermo del Toro to direct a movie. And that usually never works <laughs> And it got added to yeah. the list. He was supposed yeah. to direct like two or three of them. He those. was supposed to do a Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Which would have been I, amazing I, if he did it. But One of the troubling things for them, for Universal, is going to be the fact that most of these characters are public domain. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like I think the, Frankenstein, Dracula, confused. and The Mummy... Well, then, like I said, you've got Yo Frankenstein, and then apparently 20th Century Fox is making a Frankenstein movie now, too. So, so it's like, how do you not confuse an audience with what's what? I don't know. They'll yeah, figure that's, it out, that's, I guess. that's a pretty interesting issue. I mean, I don't think Creature from the Black Lagoon is public domain, because it's not a classical, no. not it's based not like on a novel. novel. Yeah. I'm not even sure if the mummy is or not. Well, the mummy, you can, anybody can make a movie about a mummy. Right. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't it's mainly, though, Dracula and Frankenstein. Those two are the worrisome ones, yeah. I think. You know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's, if it doesn't succeed, it's not like I'm going to, like... No, no. You know, be super-duper upset. I just think it would be neat to, to see it. I like the shared universe stuff. Yeah. As I, like, I, I don't mind... Um, I think I think it works in certain. I think there's some studios that are trying to like do it. Wait, like I, like I don't want to see a Spider-Man universe with like no. 18 Spider-Man spinoffs. Right. Doesn't interest me. I don't think the Spider-Man supporting characters are interesting. And maybe a Venom movie, maybe. Yeah. But other than that, like that's that doesn't work. I don't want to see a Fantastic Four X-Men crossover. I don't like. I never want to see them in the comics. I don't like when those two get together. In the no, comics. It, just, it seems they, they don't gel. They yeah. don't. Um, and so there's certain situations where it works, and I think the monster thing actually is Well, but, okay, so even, even like, Spider-Man and X-Men and Fantastic Four, those are comic book characters where crossovers had, have existed. And if they were part of the Marvel Universe, it would be totally, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? So we've got that one. That's fine. Whatever. Hopefully those don't happen, but they probably will. Okay. So let's put those away. All right. Godzilla and King Kong. It's happened. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Good. Universal Monsters apparently existed fine. Dude, Whatever. hey, Monster but, Squad. All I'm saying is Monster no, that's, Squad. That's, yeah. that's, I wanted to bring that up. If you've not <laughs> seen that movie... I haven't seen that, that movie. That is the first time all those characters get together. So, I think, like, I know there's an immense amount of love for Monster Squad. Oh, so that's have to review next here. week. Monster Squad? Yes. Yeah, I'll watch Monster Squad. I, we should review that next week. I'm totally down. Let's do it. I'm totally right. down. That's all next right. week's review, right now. All right. You heard it here first on the podcast. Ah, I love it. Sorry. Um, But the... I wonder if John John might want to join. Anyway, that's not for... Okay. The the quote that I was looking for, Matt Zoller cites, who's like a big uh, uh, writer on on movies and TV right now, uh, he basically wrote this thing. He's like, welcome to a world where uh, Marvel-like universe is on the... The pitch sheet, along with gritty reboots and uh, and right. like, grounded, that's so insane. Because apparently, apparently, the one that's really weird, they want to make a Robin Hood crossover universe, huh? Where there's like apparently like a Maid Marian movie. And, uh, like, see that? That see that's that's the thing is when you do a when you do something like this. Aping the Marvel idea where it's... It's really not even the Marvel idea, but that for, the, for these movies it is. When you take an individual character and you make an entire hour and a half, two-hour movie around they have to carry that movie. Yeah. Maid Marian cannot carry a two-hour movie. I'm sorry. I don't want to see that. I don't think anybody okay. wants okay. to see that. Frankenstein? That's a different story. So this is a, this is a story from The Hollywood Reporter... Sony in talks to buy high-priced Robin Hood project. So basically, uh, it's a it's a pitch. Two guys behind a pitch that is titled Hood, and uh, apparently it's high price because the pitch involves the magic words universe and adventures. 
So stupid. The plan is to make a series of movies that will focus on the outlaw Archer and his band of merry men, Little John, Friar Tuck, and Will Scarlet. One could say that they're the superhero team of the Middle Ages. What the hell? No, that's stupid. Like, it's, I mean, it's Hollywood getting it wrong. Because it, 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 this has been an idea. And I mean, people played around with it with Freddy and Jason forever. And it's oh, some, yeah. I mean, it's something that's been around forever, but it has to come organically. And like, but, but okay, even like crossover films, like just strictly Freddy versus Jason or uh, Alien versus Predator, right? Like it's those, just two franchises. Those fit Logically, like that's something that people absolutely clamored for. Sure. Well, and that's the thing, yeah. When you're taking one story in Robin Hood and splitting it up to a hundred parts, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Like there are characters that are meant to meant to exist on their own anyway. Like no. that's not who is going to go see the Will Scarlet the movie? Uh, Lil John? No. <laughs> Well, it's Little John. Little John. Little John. Little John. Little John. Oh my God! Little John is Little John. Holy! <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold. hold all on. right, all right. I'm sold again. Yeah. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. What if we cast prominent hip hop R and B stars as as Robin Hood and his Merry Men? Well, now we're talking. I would probably that I would go see. see. If it's Little John is Little John, yeah. And then like, who who would be Will Scarlet? Are these all directed by RZA? Yeah. Uh, one or two. Right. That's that's let's let's spread the love. Is a he the bit. Joss Whedon of the of the of the Robin Hood universe? No, he's way we, better. Well, we gotta get we gotta get uh, <laughs> see we gotta get we gotta get Anton Fuqua because he's done gritty street right. drama and right. period piece. That's good. He'd be into it. Yep. Um, Tyrese as uh, as somebody anybody. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me. Uh, he wouldn't be a good Robin Hood. No. No, uh, I'm just trying to look at Will Scar. I am. I would not be interested in this movie that this gentleman's pitching no, because is, I don't know anything about Robin Hood. Honestly, like, this is the bad part. Like you know, I like I said, the one, all the ones previously, the D, like DC doing it. It's a comic book movie that's in within the realm of the source material. Godzilla and King Kong just kind of makes. I mean, it doesn't make sense because like Willie. I don't really want day, Godzilla and King Kong. King Kong is like generally pretty small compared to Godzilla. But it's. I never understood King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, I get it, but I don't They're get it. They're big monsters. Yeah. yeah. The Godzilla. Yeah. To me, like, it's. How big flame is. Flame breath, you're on fire, you're covered in fur, you're dead. How big is know, King Kong going to have to be to match the size of. He, I mean, current Godzilla. Can't climb the Empire State Building. <laughs> I like yeah, the idea, though, of a like an undermatched King Kong, like a scrappy King Kong. Yeah, and that's like, what I said. I was like, know. it's a David and Goliath kind yeah. of story. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. but. I don't know. But anyway. I think even with that, I think that could work. I think people would go see King Kong versus Godzilla today. I would. Yeah. Um, but I think we they can't rush into that. You know what I mean? Like they like I I think they're going to start trying to like we need our billion dollar movie now. We need like we need our Avengers now. Oh, yeah, totally. that's, yeah, that's and thing, I'm telling yeah. you right now, Universal, just throw this out there for you since you're listening. Um, that took them like eight, seven, eight years worth I, of movies. To, to build to that. You got two years from now if you release Universal Monsterverse, it ain't gonna make a billion dollars. It's I not. Think I that's that's what I'm slightly worried about with Batman, Superman and, and, and Justice League. Yeah, like, me too. They're everybody's just like, we need to get on this bandwagon now and they're not paying attention to the fact that Marvel took six to eight years worth of time and mm-hmm. they planned it out from the get go and yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Going, we should do going. a segment at some point though, where we talk about like just the shared universe thing in general, and like, what, I, it's, like only, it's only going to get worse from here name now. a few properties that you think could work, or like name a few Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. They're perfect. So, no, I would watch that. Yeah. Like if they made a couple Hardy Boys movies, a couple Nancy Drews, and then cross them over. I'd watch. We already it, right? talked about Taken and the Equalizer, so I watched that to too. Happen. Yeah. One more Equalizer movie, then we you built it up enough. We're good. <laughs> All right, I think I think and we didn't even talk about the movie at all in spoilers. Oh, we got I mean, enough of it. We're good. Right. People want to hear about this monster verse. That's yeah. what they want to. All right, yeah. We bu- well then we buried that in the in the in the spoiler section, I suppose. But that's all right. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Quit being self-deprecating. <laughs> all right. Uh... Tell these people where they can get a hold of us, Alex. 
at MFN Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook, MidwestFilmNerds.com. Find all of our previous 96-plus bonus episodes and full show notes, which you can also find all those oh, episodes oh, oh. on iTunes. Sorry. Yes, Tim. You jog my memory. Can I... The, yeah. Today is a great day, a day of celebration for me. Okay. Personally, because Columbus, on this... Columbus Day. Columbus Day, yes. Great job last week. Thank Did, you. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I will, though. I have to see Gone Girl first. Um... I said on this podcast, I went, Dave Batista is going to be great in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was. Now he's in the new Bond movie. He is a superstar, folks. He's, well, he, and, and it's he awesome. might play Frankenstein. Apparently, oh he's he's a uh, he's a he's an odd job type henchman. He's actually that's a perfect. Which yeah. is it's that's great. like I never in a million years would I have been like. I mean, that's it's a great. He's got a great tra- trajectory. I now. cannot wait to see Daniel Craig and Dave Batista fight each other. Isn't that oh. sweet? It, like the 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 call sheet for it was like they will have multiple fights. He needs to be physically imposing and blah 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 blah. And I was like, it's, Mina reads like Dave Batista. It's going to be sweet. So go back and listen to those episodes so you can hear me be right. You can prophesy. <laughs> totally. Totally. Go back to where we talk about how, where I talk about how butthurt I am that Jason Momoa doesn't yeah. get the part of Drax. And See you later, Momoa. I also, man, I man, I we went don't want to, Bye, bye. I saw, I, saw, I saw Guardians for the third time this past weekend and he, he kills it. He's oh, yeah. amazing. He's amazing. So. Momoa's yesterday's news. Yesterday's news. Done. Yep. Batista's in Kickboxer, Bond, you name it. Momoa <laughs> is scrapping by doing whatever garbage he's doing. <laughs> Apparently Aquaman. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> uh, Enough. <laughs> yeah, if I had to choose between between Drax and Aquaman, I'd probably go Drax. Yeah. Like we'll see who has the last laugh. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, not, not that you know. We've, we've. If any podcast has talked about how sweet Aquaman could be, how many times? I'm sure that. Who does this, Nick? Yeah. Why? Because. <laughs> not to mention Zack Snyder called into a local radio show and was like, oh, uh, well, "Here's why Aquaman could be sweet." Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Z Snyder. Z Snyder. Yeah. He's just. I don't know. He's just wants to shoot his child. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, slow motion whales. There aren't any songs. Well, how would Zack Snyder do an Aquaman movie? There aren't any songs about Aquaman. Like, he can't put those in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to write them. Uh, anyway, I don't know where I was on the 248 MFN, which is 248 Thanks at Mr. John for our music and artwork. Uh, look for our review of Monster Squad next week. I think it might be on Netflix. I got the DVD. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. This isn't for you. It's for us. <laughs> I don't care about them. I can figure it out. All right. No, I, I think it's on Amazon too. Pretty okay. uh, streaming. Too. Find find Monster Squad somewhere. We'll talk legally. About it. I care yes. about you. I'm just legally. kidding. Uh God. This movie. Willie just mouth that he doesn't care about any of you guys. That's, he's I, lying. These are lies. I care about you. Guys. I care too much. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle XY, go watch a movie. We'll